You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast, episode number 80. Engagement and proposal season is quickly upon us, so I want to ask if you're ready for it, because in this episode, I'm going to go over what you should be doing to prep your business for engagement season. You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast with Rachel Traxler, a traveling wedding photographer turned creative business entrepreneur. Each week, Rachel brings you purpose-driven action to become the ambitious entrepreneur you are meant to be. We'll dive into topics such as life, business, failures and successes, and being the best version of yourself you can be. This is a warm and positive space for all creative entrepreneurs to come together, inspire, and grow. Because every day is an opportunity to shine here at the Gold Biz Podcast. Now here's your host, Rachel Traxler. Hello, sunshines, and welcome back to the Gold Biz Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Traxler. Sometimes right after busy season, we're just so done and we need a break that we kind of forget that we actually have a huge booking potential season right around the corner and we get so burnt out to even prep for it. So in this episode, I'm going to cover some things you should be doing to prepare your business for it. So let's dive in. Number one is to analyze your year and marketing strategies. So I want you to evaluate what worked for you and what didn't work for you from this year and really lean into the things that did work really well and either help streamline them or get rid of the things that did not. I want you to analyze your own personal ebbs and flows and take notes on when that was just because we all have them naturally in our business and not saying that they're going to be the same exact come this next year, but it's just really good to analyze and be aware of so that you can kind of know when busier seasons will happen and when some lulls might happen as well. And then also look at which marketing strategies brought you the most ROI into your business? Are those worth continuing or are they worth investing more into or are they worth just getting rid of? Whatever your biggest marketing strategies were, did they work for you or did they not? Look at the ROI that it brought for you and how much time and energy it took for you to do them and what you saw back. And it's, it's okay for things to, to come and go and try new things. Heck, you should be because if I was doing the same marketing strategies I was doing back in like 2015, I surely wouldn't be here today. And I am a firm believer that I think 2023 is going to be very, very different. I think you're going to see a lot of changes in the digital space and in just the marketing world in general. So I know that things are going to change, but I want you to analyze this past year what worked for you and what didn't so that you can know where to put your focus in for the year ahead. Because if you don't have that game plan going into it, you might just kind of walk into 2023 without a plan. And even for like your engagement session too, or your engagement season, you might just walk in without a plan. But when you do not have a plan, that's when things don't happen. So that would be my suggestion for you to help prep for engagement season is to analyze your year and your marketing strategies from this past year. And number two is lead generation. So the next Next thing to do to prepare for engagement and proposal season is to look at this past year and what your biggest lead generators were. What brought in the most inquiries and what were you putting the most energy and effort into 
that maybe wasn't working too. That way you can kind of weigh out pros and cons of what's working and what hasn't. And what has the market research that you've done told you might be worth trying in maybe a different way, or maybe it just hasn't been working at all. And I want you to think of how much energy and time you're putting into these marketing avenues as well, because I'm personally all about working smarter, not harder, so that you can just enjoy more time and free time in life. So I'm also very, very for having different lead generators that don't require your every single day attention. So making sure that you're looking and analyzing what is a lead generator that works really well for me that does require a little bit more of my energy day to day? And what are a couple that I have or I can lean into or that I can add that don't require my attention every single day? I think this is a really good time to look at your biggest lead generator and what it's been in the past year and write it down and how you're going to leverage it coming into this engagement and proposal season. If you don't feel like your business is bulletproof for engagement season coming up, it might be time for you to create a new inquiry to income workflow funnel to help you bring in and convert potential clients into booked premium clients who come running to you and book you with ease. My new inquiry to income course is for photographers wanting to consistently convert price shoppers to booked premium clients so that you can fill your calendar quick and focus on scaling after that. It's what's helped my students be able to consistently book their highest packages two to quadruple time their pricing and grow their team. So check out the new Inquiry to Income course in today's show notes. All right, and back into it, number three of ways to prep for engagement season is to refresh your portfolio and your website and your testimonials. Just coming off of busy season, you have a lot of new portfolio and a lot of new work to show for yourself. Therefore, you should be refreshing all of your content to reflect the type of work that you would like to be doing in the year ahead. So that way you can repel the work you don't want to work with continuing on. Then now also, it's also a really good time to ask your past clients from the year for testimonials if you haven't gathered them from them at this point yet, because it's somewhat fresh with them, the process that you have either experienced with them at some point this year. And that way it gives an updated perspective on what it's like to work with you currently. And it's not testimonials that were from four years ago. And I want you to gather these testimonials from all different points of your process and what it's like working with you. And it's really powerful so you can use and pull some of the verbiage that people are using in these testimonials to update your website and your branding and your copy and all that stuff too. And so it's really powerful in not only helping you gain some social proof, but helping you update your portfolio and your copy, and then also helping you attract people who are very aligned with the type of client that you like to work with as well. So once you get all of these things, I want you to sprinkle them throughout your marketing content and all of your marketing material as well, because this is just going to help give that little refresh right before this engagement season. And number four, to help you prep for engagement season, you need to be prepared for the inquiries, whether that be having your marketing funnels really sound or having your base email templates updated or having your custom response and pricing info ready to go or updating your call calendar or updating your marketing materials like we just talked about or making sure that your contact form is asking the right questions. I see a lot of photographers that aren't in my opinion, but also making sure that your contact form is actually working. There's so many things. I want you to go through all of your material and all of your content and make sure that your business and your funnels are actually prepared 
for the inquiries that are about to happen. And I suggest maybe taking a week or a couple days to just update and smooth all of these things out so that when the time comes, you seem very, very on top of it with your process and you're just ready to focus on connecting with these potential clients rather than focusing on the back end of things. And that way you can then shift your mindset to lead generation more than you are working through the back end kinks of things. And that's just the importance of starting with a solid business foundation, in my opinion. And then you can put your energy towards that lead generation because you know that once you get them in your world and in your funnel, everything else is running smoothly or at least efficiently enough for everyone else on the back end. And the fifth way to help you prep for engagement season is to create time for connection. And you know that I love to prioritize connection and experience. So this kind of stems off the last point as well of just having a really strong foundation so that you don't have to be working in real time. And so you can focus on the connection rather than anything else. But this just really allows you to go so many steps further and so much deeper than what most photographers are doing because a lot of people are just trying to keep up with the day-to-day tasks and trying to keep up with those kinks that they don't allow themselves time to really foster that connection. And this doesn't just mean doing a phone call. This means so much more deeper and very intentional connection too. But the more time I guess you have to be able to do that by having everything else kind of streamlined that way, the more likely you're going to be able to probably book these inquiries this booking season. And then number six is to evaluate your pricing. And I like to do this by working backwards, but it's time now as we approach the end of the year and gear up for engagement season and proposal season, it's time for you to evaluate your pricing. Maybe it's time for you to make a slight price increase after reevaluating your year, or maybe you feel really good about where your prices are at right now. I think something you need to hear is that just because it's the new year in January, it doesn't mean that you need to be raising your prices and you need to do a big price increase announcement and all of that. In fact, I think if you're doing that, I think there might be a better way for you to be approaching the way you actually determine your pricing because I don't personally think you need to wait until the new year to do one big price jump and increase and announce it and make this big deal of it. I think you should be reading your demand on a consistent basis, whether that be quarterly or seasonally, whatever that looks like. That way it can determine your price fluctuation from there. So for example, like by offering dynamic pricing where you are listening to the supply and demand, maybe you realize that October is your busiest month or the most popular wedding dates. That way you can increase and, or at least try increasing your October Saturday dates by you know $500 or however much you want to increase it by because you know the demand is there and they're going to be booked. That's just a different type of pricing strategy you can use with your dynamic pricing. Or for example, just determining your pricing based on like working backwards from what your personal financial goals are from the year. So do you want to be making 30,000, 60,000, 90,000, 150,000, whatever that is, whatever your goal is, You need to break down your packages by looking at your expenses from each package and then from there allocate the correct percentages 
uh, such as like what's going to taxes, what's going to business savings, what's going to personal checkings, etc., so that you can actually see what you're taking home from each wedding. And then from there, you can see how many weddings you need to book to be able to reach that income goal. And if after you do all that and after you do all those breakdowns and calculations, if you realize, whoa, I have to book like 50 weddings to be able to reach that, that's when you can kind of get creative with either session add-ons or album add-ons or creating some passive income ideas in your business. So many things. I love getting really creative, but when you can write this down and know your numbers and know your goals and see where you're at and how much you need to get to, that's when it just kind of becomes a fun game. And you're like, okay, I'm this much short. What can I do to make up for this to be able to reach that point? But these are all things I, I'm, I'm very passionate about and I love have been able to do this myself and I also help my students do it as well. But I think it, there's just power in knowing your numbers. And I think now is the time to reevaluate your pricing so that going into engagement season, you're confident in knowing your numbers because once you do know those percentages and your numbers, you're going to be so much more confident in what you're charging and what your price point is is, and you're just going to walk into proposal engagement season confident and ready to go. But now is the time, right now is the time to determine that before you start getting these inquiries and booking for proposal season. So you're not trying to figure that out and juggle that at the same time. So now is the absolute perfect time to do that. And last but not least, you want to analyze what you want your next year to even look like. So after looking at this past year, maybe you realized that you want to take on more work, or maybe you realized you took on way too much work and you want to take on less. And maybe you want to charge more and take on less, or maybe you're okay with where you're at. Whatever that may be, lay out the pros and cons of your year because obviously there's going to be pros, there's going to be cons, there's going to be both. So map that out and what you want your next year to look like. Again, like I was saying, if you don't write down your goals and you don't map this out, it's not going to happen because I floated by for years just thinking, oh yeah, this is what I want to do in the back of my head. And then I never wrote it down. I never actually made an action plan for it broke it down by quarters and weeks and months and what I actually needed to do to be able to hit those goals. So I was never hitting them. So I promise you just by acknowledging it, analyzing it, and writing it down and figuring out what you want to do, I promise you, you are way more likely to actually make that happen. But if you can analyze what you want next year to look like before engagement season happens, then you're not going to get carried away and maybe overstep boundaries of booking a holiday weekend wedding when you said you did not want to do that anymore. And then you're going to hold that resentment and it's going to lead to burnout and it's going to lead to a bunch of other yucky things we don't want to feel in our business. So making sure that you set boundaries for yourself, you know what you want next year to look like, you know and are confident in your prices and all of those things. And then I promise you, next year is going to be even even better. And that starts now before engagement season so you're not overbooking or underbooking yourself. So those are my tips to help you prep for engagement season. So let's recap. Number one was to analyze your year of your marketing strategies. Number two is your lead generation. Number three is to refresh your portfolio and your website and your testimonials. And number four is to be prepared for the inquiries before they come in. Number five is to create time for connection. 
Number six is to evaluate your pricing. And number seven is to analyze what you want next year to look like. And also a reminder that my inquiry to income course will help you not only get the inquiries that come running to you for your services versus having you to seek them out, but you'll learn exactly how to convert those inquiries into booked premium clients with my signature methods that I teach in the program. And if you want more information on that, you can click the info in today's show notes. But if you are loving these episodes, make sure you screenshot and share it to your stories and tag me at Rachel Traxer so that I can see which episodes you're loving the most and share the love in return. Thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate you as always. Keep shining and we'll see you next time. You did it. You're one episode closer to elevating your business. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to head over to racheltraxler.com forward slash gold biz podcast for the show notes and info on today's episode. Keep shining and we'll see you next time on the gold biz podcast.